It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Good evening and welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years this evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time right here on blogtalkradio.com, on drmaracarpell.com and also on Apple Podcasts. And today is Sunday, March 27, 2022, and I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell and we are back live from beautiful Austin, Texas. And we continue to hold the Ukrainian people in our hearts and in our thoughts throughout the days, and we pray for their safety until they are safe. And Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here with us as usual to make the show run smoothly. And in a little while after the break, we'll be joined once again from New York by motivational speaker Reginald Proctor to discuss believing in ourselves. And then Reginald will put on his musician cap to discuss what he's been up to with his music since the last time he was on, and we'll play some of his music under his stage name, Teddy Houston. And I'll continue for just a few minutes at the end with what I started last week about finding peace within in a world of uncertainty and of war. And after the show, you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website, and the link to the podcast will be posted later tonight along with any website links that we discuss during the program. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years. And you'll also be able to hear the podcast on Apple Podcasts. For information for upcoming programs, be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AMightyGoodTime.com. Wondering what to do after you're 50? How about having a mighty good time? It's free to search, free to post, and much more. Whether it's in person or virtual, anything can be found to fill your day with others. So be more active and start filling your days. Go to amightygoodtime.com. That's amightygoodtime.com. Okay, we're going to take a very brief break. Um, don't go anywhere. It'll be very brief. We're just going to play some of our other sponsors' commercials, and then we'll be back with Reginald Proctor on how to believe in ourselves. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9248. 
please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. And we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone from New York once again is motivational speaker Reginald Proctor, and he's here with us to talk about the importance of trusting and believing in yourself. Welcome, Reginald. Thank you, Dr. Mara. How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Great. Uh, today's Yeah, today's a good day. Great. Well, I just want to remind you, and I also want to remind listeners, that when we talk like this, there's like a half a second delay. So it's not much, but it's enough to trip us up if we're not aware of it. So, just, so everybody's aware. So... <laughs> So, Reginald, before we jump into this topic, uh, this really important topic, um, can you talk a little bit about your background? Uh, Yes, my background is in people. And when I say people, um, I've really been tuned in to people uh, from from a very early age. Uh, I've always been sensitive to the plight of people, and most of all, um, sensitive to people feeling well, people feeling well about themselves. Uh, you know, I've never liked to see sadness on the face of people or uh, feel sadness, you know, coming, you know, coming from from their hearts. Um, mm-hmm. So I was actually born mm-hmm. in the great state of Texas. You know, born yeah. in a, born in a city called Port Arthur, Texas. Uh, grew up there, and then uh, when I um, when I um, um, turned eighteen, uh, my family moved to to New York City, and um, so for the last forty years or so, I've been uh, been in New York, bouncing around, doing a few things. Um, I spend time in banking. I spend time in sales. Uh, spend time doing a lot of things, uh, you know, and finally. Finally, finally, finally found myself, I think, in uh, communicating with people, um, you know, on just matters of the heart. So mm-hmm. short and sweet, yeah, that's short and sweet. Yeah. That's my background. Okay. All right. So, you know, you were here um, a little over two years ago. And yes. at the end of 2019. And you were talking about a similar topic and believing in yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But a, a few things have happened since that time. <laughs> we've, Ooh, yes. we've all been through, we've all been through, through some things. Um, and, you know, I know I've seen that a lot of people, you know, have suffered a lot of losses, both as, you know, loved ones, economic losses, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of, a lot have, who I've spoken to have felt like they have lost their way. Um, you know, yeah. that they might have had a dream and they just, you know, couldn't follow it. And, and now that things maybe are opening up a bit, um, they just don't know how to hit that start button again. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen that in your work with people? 
Uh, yes, I have. I've seen uh, people take a step back in their lives, like you said, both socially, financially, um, losing individuals of their families, um, trying to figure out which way to go from where they are right now, you know, with the uh, pandemic and everything. Uh, people have, have lost trust in each other as well. You know, and I think that that's a key point, uh, key point which is not really talked about enough. But we've, uh, you know, we've lost a lot of trust in ourselves. We've been uh, pitted, uh, one, you know, we've been uh, pitted against each other um, in this whole mm-hmm. pandemic thing. And, uh, you know, people are searching for a way out now. Absolutely. And, I'm, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up, that it's not just that, you know, we've lost things in our lives, <clears throat> but we've also lost each other because, you know, we've been so isolated from each other and also so angry at each other. <laughs> um, yes. You know, and, and, and we've lost a lot of trust in the people in the world, I mean, strangers, we don't trust strangers, and we don't even trust some of the people that we know. Um, right. So how how do you build trust in yourself when, you're kind of, when you've kind of lost trust in the whole world around you? Well, that's a good question, you know, and I frequently speak to people who will say to me, uh, you know, I don't really uh, trust people. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, you know, it always makes me me think first first and foremost, you know, that's a uh that's a sad mental state to be in, you know, and whereas I understand it because there are so many things going on, uh you mm-hmm. know, people that you meet come at you from uh so many different angles, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. So you know, so uh so so I do understand when people get to the point where they say, I don't trust people. But what I like to frequently say to them is that, you know, you really have to look uh, look a little bit further than that statement because what's really happening is that it's not that you're not trusting people, but it's that you don't trust yourself. You know, and uh, the reason that I say that is that when people come into your space, See if you see if you've taken some of the steps to find out who you are, to find out what makes you tick, uh, to find out you know your good stuff and your not so good stuff, and you really know yourself. Then it really doesn't matter who comes into your space and what they try to do, because you will will see it coming, and then you can make the adjustment to to always keep yourself safe. So mm-hmm. when you say that you don't trust people, you know, you're really saying that you don't trust yourself in order to be able, um, you know, to deal with the people that come into your space and always come out on top. Mm. You know, and we don't always uh, come out on top, you know, but to be able to keep yourself in a place um, so that folk don't hurt you, you know, folk don't come in and and, and uh, devastate you. So, right. So, so you're safe. Uh, yeah. It's not about yes. winning. It's about staying safe. Exactly. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. once you, you're safe, 
then technically you win in any way. You know, it may not be a big production and it may not be, you know, be advertised, but you are winning. You are winning. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things, uh, mm mm-hmm. Well, I was kind of wondering if, you know, when you are having that feeling of safety where you can trust yourself to keep yourself safe, if that gives us the ability to then connect with these, with other people on a deeper level to go beyond, you know, some of the the unsafe behavior on the surface, but actually connect as humans. It shouldn't. Because when you are feeling safe and when you're confident and, you know, like I like to say, when you trusting and believing in yourself, then mm-hmm. whatever comes to you, you know, then whatever things, whatever people come into your space, you know, you have the ability uh, to handle those things, you know, because God has given us the ability to, um, to endure, you know, and to get past tragedies and all that other stuff which which uh, comes into our space but when you're comfortable when you're content with yourself well then you allow yourself to be able to open up to people you allow yourself to be able uh you know to share on a whole nother level because again because you're not fearing mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, you're not fearing that someone is going to take advantage of you um, you know, whether it's a, a romantic relationship or whatever, you know, you know that whatever happens, uh, you will be able to handle it. You will be able to sustain yourself. And at the end of the day, you're always going to be okay. Um, so I think that being safe really gives you the ability um, to go deeper into, uh, you know, into a relationships uh, with the people that you meet. Because, mm-hmm. you, first of all, you're being true to yourself. So once you're true to yourself, then you can just open yourself up um, to everything and everybody else, should you choose to. Right, right. I, I have noticed that, you know, um, you know, even, you know, with angry people who, mm-hmm. you know, who you may feel, I may have felt unsafe around it when I could get myself to that place of, uh, feel you know that safety and trusting that I'm you know they're not going to hurt me. Um, exactly. Then I can kind of open up and talk to them below the surface to the human place, mm-hmm. and suddenly their defenses come down and they're they're more they're less dangerous. They're more willing to discuss issues rather than turn it into a, a, a war. Yes, because you, know, you find so. that they would like to be able to relax, um, to experience, you know, to enjoy, you know, to enjoy uh, the experience of you as well, you know, you and other people. So, uh, so when you come from that stance, it does allow, you know, it does allow other folk to relax as well and, you know, and try and find a nice, easy place for themselves and then you know, then you can can explore each other. Then you can learn from each other. You can even open up and be, uh, you know, as people like to say, you can be, you know, 100% authentic with people. But you can't mm-hmm. be authentic with anybody if you're not authentic with yourself. 
And in order to be authentic with yourself, you have to be able to trust and believe in yourself. You know, uh, for me, one of the things that I found, you know, and especially like in past relationships, when I um, take a step back to look at some of the relationships in my life that haven't worked, there is always a certain amount of blame that I can attach to myself. And if I'm being really, really truthful with me, if I'm being truthful, if you know, truthful and honest, mm-hmm. then I can mm-hmm. look at where uh, things went wrong because of my actions. You know, so then that always allows me to have less, uh, to have less hate or less dislike for someone else, you know, because I have to take what belongs to me. And once you take what belongs to you, you'll find that there's very left, you know, very little left over to assign to somebody else. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it so, works for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. So so how do we find that trust in ourselves, especially for people who feel like, you know, they're floundering right now. They've kind of lost their their way, they feel like the world is against them, and they don't, just don't feel like they can, you know, get back into the world and start living again. How how can they do that? What are some some ways that people can do that? Well, some of the ways that, that um, you can do that is by, first, you have to just set standards for yourself. You have to have your own standards, you know, and not be operating under someone else's standards, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have to be able to recognize uh, your dreams and your aspirations and the things that you really want for yourself as opposed to, to maybe what society has told you that you should do because of a trend, right? Let's say, let's say as far as, um, as far as work goes, you know, you may have a person who just wants to uh, to volunteer, you know, and if that can sustain them, if they're able to sustain themselves by just volunteering, then that's what they should do. But most of the times, you know, when we as a society look at things, we're always um, judging ourselves by, somebody else's standards. So, you know, Mm -hmm. so the person who wants to volunteer uh, may feel that they have to, uh, to become, uh, to become a president of a bank, you know, so, so they push themselves to do this and they don't like it, you know, and every day it just grinds on them and grinds on them and grinds on them, you know, and they don't realize it because, because they haven't realized that they're not following their own heart. And that is so, 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 so important to be able to, first of all, look into yourself, find out what it is that makes you tick, be satisfied with that that you found out about yourself, you know, then start taking the steps uh, to make that become your reality as opposed uh, to, let's say, you know, um, searching and reaching for something which uh, Dr. Mara wants to do. Because here, mm-hmm. you know, you have two different individuals that have different likes, that have different aspirations, have different fields, you know. So the first, the first thing we really have to do is to 
set standards for our own lives and be satisfied once we understand what those standards are and then go for your own standards and create your own reality for you. Write your own story, you know, and and most times that's, that's, that's fearful, but when you start trusting in the thoughts that you have, when you start trusting in those little voices that are in your head, see, mm-hmm. those are genuine. See, mm-hmm. those are genuine, and those are for you because they are of you. So when you start trusting in those and following those, you know, you'll find that your road will start to unfold. You know, your journey will start to unfold. The road will start to open up, and you'll start to see the sunshine, and it'll feel better, and it'll be more relaxed, and you don't really have to feel like you're competing against anybody, you know, because there's really no competition. Competition, you know, competition is within. It's within you. It's within your heart and within your head. So, yeah. Finding finding your own right. standards is key. That's key. That's key. Mhm. They call that. I've heard that referred to as the soul. Your soul's whispers. That yes. you need to listen yes. to your soul's whispers. And you do. Um, and you. You know how frequently do we not do that because we have so many other voices uh, coming to us from so many other different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's uh, whether it's family, you know, and not to say that some of those voices don't mean you well, but you have to understand that some of those voices are coming from their perspective, not from your perspective. And, you know, they mean you well, but it's not a perfect fit for you. It's not a fit right. for you. It may be a fit for them, but it's not for you. And you need to find your own fit. A lot of times it's out of, um, you know, people who care about you, it's out of their fear, their own fear. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're afraid for you to do what you want to do that you might fail or it might not, you might not make enough money or, you know, whatever it is. Um, Or maybe they're afraid that if you succeed at doing what you love, then they're going to have to look at themselves and start looking at, taking steps to do what they love. <laughs> See, you're right. It's a combination of both of those because when you are manifesting the things that you really want inside your head and inside your heart and the people who um, who watch you, see, what it does, it starts to take away their excuses because they see you succeeding you know, through your challenges, through all the challenges that they know that you have, but they still see you succeeding, and they probably say to themselves, wow, you know, well, shoot, if he can do it or if she can do it, you know, why can't I do the things that I want to do? So it takes away some of their excuses. And then um, you spoke about, uh, you know, their fear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some of that is in place too, but – but the uh, sadness of you not manifesting your dreams is much, much, much stronger than the fear, <laughs> you know, much, much stronger than their fear for you. You know, like I try and tell, you know, I always um, tell kids and stuff or young adults, you know, you have a chance to do what it is that you want to do with your life. 
and the people in your life who care for you, now they're going to give you um, certain ideas or about, you know, what they think that you should do. But understand this, we all have the opportunity to do what we want to do with our own lives. So those things that they're telling you, let them do that with their own life if that's what they want to do. But do what it is that you want to do for you. You know, mm-hmm. and I find that mm-hmm. when you're able to do that, you know, the funny thing that happens is that all the people in your life, they fall into place where they're supposed to be anyway. Right. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes. What about when, you know, when people start to, they start to do what they, what they want to do, but they, they come up against failures because that's, that's going to happen. You know, we're not mm-hmm. going to succeed the first time around. How mm-hmm. do you stay, how do you continue to trust yourself when you hit these roadblocks? Well, you have to to take a look at it. If you have done the very best you can, you know, you look at the process from start to finish, you know, you can always, you know, there's the Monday morning quarterback who always has all the right answers at that point in time. So, so once you go through something, if you haven't been successful, you know, you can reflect and see where you made the mistakes. You know, and I say all the time, if you try to accomplish something uh, 199 times and you fail, but the 100th time you're able to succeed, does that mean that you fail 99 times? No, it means that it took you 100 times in order to learn to get it right. So, 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 right. so it's all perspective as how you look at stuff. So when things don't work out, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself. You just have to look at it and see where you could have done better. You know, and sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes some of, the stuff that we, some of the stuff that we want for ourselves, it's just not for us. You know, and it doesn't matter what we do, it's not going to work for us because it's not for us. So we have to be able to see that too. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we have to be able to to console ourselves, to have good conversations with ourselves about those journeys, you know, and make it okay. You know, you have to, to be able to say to yourself, I couldn't get it done, but you know that's okay because you know why? Because I'm gonna go and do something else, or I'm going to go at it a different way. I'm going to go at it right. a different way. And, 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 and so, so it's okay that we don't get it done the first time, the second time, the third time. But however many times it takes for you to get it done, trust in yourself enough to know that you are going to get it done. You're going to learn how. Shoot, and if you don't learn how to get this done, well, then you'll pick up some skills that will allow you to do something else that may be closer to that, but a little bit different, but you are still going to be successful as long as you don't quit and give up. Right. There, there are a lot of different ways to get to the same goal. So, you know, what, what I've discovered is that a lot of people are just, you know, they're on that one track and they don't have blinders on (laughs) And they don't realize mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. like you said, this may not be the right way. 
And But what is your ultimate goal? What is it that you really, really want to achieve by reaching that goal? And maybe it's, you can achieve that if you do something different, if you do take a different path to get there. Um, exactly. But mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard sometimes for us to see that for ourselves. So do you recommend speaking to a coach about that to who can kind of come up with other ideas or are there other ways for us to be creative and, and being able to, to see those other paths? That's uh, that's a very good option. Being able to um, to have someone that could could coach you, or be able to to have someone that could point out um, different things that you may not have thought about in that process, right? But one of the mm-hmm. other things, see, we also have to understand that we are a byproduct of our teaching. So, so the things that we've been taught. Uh, pretty much govern some of the steps that we're going to take in life and how we're going to look at different things. Now, sometimes our teachings are off, and that's not to say that, uh, you know, those that have taught you, you know, didn't know what they were talking about. No, I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that society always claims to be to be on our side. Society always claims to want us to succeed. Even some of the people in our lives say that they want us to succeed, but they really don't. They really don't. Mm. So, so, you know, we're not taught to depend on ourselves totally. You know, we're taught that if you do that, you know, you're being selfish, but it's not being selfish because it's all about you. It's all about your development. It's all about you being able to get to the place where you can take a look inside yourself and love what you see and to know that no matter what comes up, you have the ability to succeed. But we're always taught that we can't. You know, are we taught that we should not because of X, Y, Z? Some of that is mm-hmm. valid, but a lot of that is overblown, and it cripples us from a very young age. So, so a lot of times when we run into uh, some challenges and difficulties, we don't have the teaching to be able to reach back and say to ourselves, you know what, uh, it's a little difficult, but you know what, I can still do this. So what happens is we start questioning ourselves and then you know unfortunately some of the people that we have around us are not positive enough to be able to give us that little push and say hey man don't worry about that you know look at it like this like you said maybe that's where a coach uh can come into Mm -hmm. play Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we have to start teaching teaching our kids and teaching each other that you can, you can, and you can simply because you exist, simply because you're here. So you have the ability to do whatever it is that you want because there is a man who says he can and there's a man who says he can't, and the truth of the matter is that both of them are right. All right. So which one <laughs> are you going to be? 
So which one are you going to be? Are you going to be the man who understands that no matter what I face, and it's not going to be easy because nothing is easy, nothing is ever, ever easy, nothing, nothing, nothing is. However, perseverance, persistence, continuing to move forward, even when you come up against fear, because fear is huge, fear is huge, mm-hmm. but someone once, someone once said to me, and I thought it was the greatest statement, they said, you know, there are some wonderful things on the other side of fear. Mm-hmm. So we have to start mm-hmm. teaching each other how to get past that fear. We have to start teaching each other that we can, and we have to start being in support of each other just to give a hand, because sometimes... Folk don't need a lot, but they need to know that they can. They need to know simply because they're here. Simply because you're here means you're worthy. You're worthy. So if you're worthy, then, yes, it's for you. It's for you. And if somebody else has done it, then why can't you? So, Reginald, are you you, um, doing any motivational speaking or coaching? (laughs) You know what's interesting? I... Uh, a couple of years ago, I got a certification as a life coach, and um, so I've really been trying to do some of that, but I haven't been able to um, to lock it in on the level that I would like to do. And as far as the um, speak speaking as well, I just this last week I spoke to uh, a few organizations who actually have programs where they, you know, where they train you in the business side and, you know, train you to get these, you know, these gigs and stuff um, so you can go out to do speaking. Mm-hmm. This is actually what I love to do, and I'm actually trying to find my way to do it because I would like to be able to share the message that I have with anybody who wants to hear it, you know, because my goal is always to be able to speak a kind word into someone's existence to help them get to a better place. So as we speak, I am, I'm, 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 you know, currently looking for those opportunities uh, to so if, try and get so done. Any, mm-hmm. Okay. There are listeners who are interested in, in giving you that opportunity. Um, what's the best way for them to find out more about you? Uh, the best way they can uh, contact me uh, through email. Uh, my mm-hmm. first name Reginald. Um, dot. My last name Proctor. The number one uh, at uh, gmail dot com, and we can have a conversation to see what it is you know that's on their minds, on their hearts, and we can just talk and see see if we're good fit for each other, but I would love the opportunity um, to help anyone, you know, anyone uh, who feels, you know, that they could use a little push or just, you know, or just somebody who f- feels that they need a word, you know, to help them get started, because we all have the ability, when you know, we just, uh, we just okay. need push a little bit. Reginald, we're getting interrupted with your music. (laughs) So we're going to play your song, and we're going to come back on the other side of it to talk about your your being a musician. Okay? Fantastic. 
Yes. summertime it was the summertime and I was in the car we were in the car and, I, and we were driving somewhere and I remember that song came on the radio and I was like wow I like that song I like that song so so as I started to uh, sing and perform and record and uh, decided to record my first album uh, that was one of the songs that we decided to uh, to put on it Dream World. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you been performing much during the pandemic? Or have you had or uh, recording or <laughs> um still performing uh from let's see, when it hit in two thousand nineteen I did a lot of performances via Zoom. Mm, mm-hmm. and which is cool. And Yeah, uh, that's great. Mhm. So I think I started back doing live performances September maybe of 2019, something like that. 
So, um, so I have this this uh, this weekly restaurant uh, where I'm at every weekend uh, restaurant cabaret in uh, Spotswood, New Jersey, and I do a lot of the senior assisted living uh, residents where actually you and I first met. <laughs> That's right. At my at where my mom was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm doing a lot of that. I'm doing some private parties, doing some weddings, and you know all that. Just anything. I always say, whatever is nice, easy, and classy, and it pays. I will consider it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so do you have a? Do you have how much music do you have out now? CDs or EPs or I don't know how that works anymore. <laughs> Downloadable yeah. music. Um, so, so I have a single, the first thing that I ever put out, it's actually, it was titled, could it be, um, put that out. Ooh, I forget exactly. And then the, um, CD that you just played that, uh, song for a title, um, are you ready? Wow. I did that one back in 2006. So, Mm -hmm. so I recorded I uh, recorded a couple of songs since then, but I haven't put out, put anything out. And I was just speaking with my uh, brother uh, Friday, I think it was, and he's actually uh, one of my writers. And he was saying, man, you know, we need to go back in and record some stuff and put it out. So we are uh, currently planning to get back into the studio and put out some new stuff. Great. Um so we're going to play another one of the songs that you sent. Um, it's called Just Hanging On. Uh, before oh, we yeah. play it, can you tell us about it? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, when, uh, when I wrote that song, that's actually the, the first song that I did my own backgrounds on. And when I wrote that song, I was, uh, I was about to go through a divorce. And the song talks about, you know, it says just hanging on. And the question was, should I go or should I stay? And I was trying to figure out everything that was going on in my marriage at that point in time. And this, so so the words of this song came to me, and I just put it down on paper, and uh, we transformed it into into just hanging on. Yeah, that's the history right. of that one. Okay. Well, we're going to play a, a bit of that song. Um, don't hang up because we'll come back for a couple more moments before you go, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Just hanging on. Of the night, I'm reminded and gay. 
download the music from iTunes, you can download it from um, Spotify, you can download it from, oh man, there's a, uh, there's a number of, of different uh, digital um, digital places, but definitely from iTunes, you can go and download it. Okay, um, under, under Teddy Houston? Yes, yes, under okay. Teddy Houston. Mm-hmm. Sure, and then, um, so then if you're interested in uh, you know, knowing where I'm performing as well, uh, you can drop me an email. You know, just drop me a line, like I said, at uh, reginald.proctor, the number one, at uh, gmail.com. Just let me know that you heard me on, on a Dr. Mara's uh, radio show, and I'll be able to give you the information, and we can uh, chat a little bit. And as well, you know, as you said before, if anybody's interested in, uh, you know, working with me as a coach, um, mm-hmm. you can contact me through that email as well. And if anybody's interested in having me come in doing speaking engagements, that's the same uh, contact information. Great. Okay. So I'm going to post that on my website post about this show um, later tonight. So if people miss that, it'll be right there when they go to look at my post about the show. So thank you so much for, for being on the program again. Um, and best of luck with what you're doing, and I really enjoy the music. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And, um, you know, it's always a pleasure. Um, I like what you're doing as well. You know, uh, people thank need you. to hear from folk who really care, you know, and the one thing Mm -hmm. that was clear to me when you and I first met was that, you know, you were, uh, you were a very caring heart and that is so important because there's not nearly enough of that in this world today. So I want to uh, commend you on all that you're doing as well. And just want to tell you, you know, keep doing uh, the yeoman's work that you're doing because somebody needs you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
And uh, you t- you as well. You have a good evening, okay? Stay safe. All right. I sure will. Right. And uh, let me know next time you're in New York. I will. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you so okay. much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye Okay, now. bye-bye. Okay, we're going to take a brief break, and we have a little bit more to come. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Merrick Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. All right, and um, we're back. This is Dr. Merrick Carpell and your golden years. And I just wanted to talk briefly um, in continuation of what I started last week before we go to what's coming up next week. Um, and I was speaking about finding peace within during this time of so much lack of peace in the world. And it's a really tough balance. Um, we don't want to ignore what's happening in the world. We don't want to ignore what's happening um, with other people's pain, whether far away in in Ukraine or other war-torn countries, or right here in the United States or in our own families or communities. Um, at the same time, if we get so caught up in it that we become depressed and anxious about it, we are not able to do anything to help. And it's hard to find that balance. Um, So, you know, finding peace within is not about shutting out the world and ignoring other people's pain. We need to be able to find a way to refresh ourselves and and calm ourselves so that we have the energy and the peace to shine our light effectively in the world. And as I said, it's a hard balance, and we're not always going to be in balance. Sometimes it's one way or the other, but we it's, it's good to remind ourselves that both parts of this matter, um, being bearing witness to the pain of others and showing them compassion and generosity and helping them, at the same time showing compassion uh, to ourselves and finding a way to find peace within ourselves and calm ourselves. So, you know, we as individuals might not be able to single-handedly stop the wars or heal the sick or all the things that need to be done in this world. But when we're calm and peaceful, we can add to the peace and light in the world. And as the saying goes, it only takes one candle to light the darkness. So our light in the world can make a difference. And when we're peaceful, we can be creative and more effective in making that difference. Um, you know, there's an old saying, if you're not part of the problem, if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. Um, but I say without inner peace and calm, we can't even, we cannot be part of that solution. So as I spoke last week, um, finding ways to calm ourselves is really important. Um, we can meditate and we 
spoken quite a bit on this program about meditation. You look it up at my website, you'll find lots of guidance from other people and in articles about meditation. Well, you can simply take time throughout the day to focus on your breathing. Um, I just learned today from the great teacher Jack Cornfield in one of his podcasts that just three minutes at a time throughout the day can be very effective in calming our nervous system and even changing our brain to be more focused. So whatever you're doing throughout the day, if you're watching the news and you're getting stressed out, you know, you once you find out what's going on in the world, you don't need to keep repeating the news. You can turn it off and you can focus on your breathing for three minutes. Um, in the middle of doing your work, you can focus on your breathing for three minutes. Um, dealing with a family issue, you can stop and focus on your breathing for three minutes. And this can help to calm you so that you can be more effective in bringing peace into the world. You can get out in nature. You can create through art or music or um, laughter. You can make sure to laugh every day. You can spend time with friends. You could read or listen to something inspiring. All these things can help to calm you so that when you're rejuvenated, then you can think about what you can do to help what's happening on the other side of the world, such as donating to a relief organization, joining with local groups to collect and send supplies to refugees, um, and you can be the peace by bringing peace into your community. Um, as it's said, it's, you can tend the garden in front of you. And um, there are people in your own community who are in need of help, and you can volunteer there. Or you can smile more to people in the community. You can say a kind word. You can um, be generous throughout the day with just small actions. Um, be mindful of not being at war and angry with the people that you interact with on social media or the people that you come in contact in person. Um, and may, if you can make a vow of doing at least one generous act per day. And while this may not seem like, a, like much, like you're making a difference, these small behaviors can be very powerful in saving a life. You don't know whose life you saved just by saying something kind to them, a, a stranger. Um, and these small behaviors add up and have a ripple effect, causing others to want to be kind, compassionate, and generous. And then more and more people jump in, and this, is, this goes out into the world to create a more peaceful world. So just ask yourself the question, what can you do today to bring light into your own life? And then what can you do today to bring light into the world? It all starts there. All right. So on that note, um, let me let you know what's coming up next week. We will be back with another live show and on April 3rd, and we'll have a special program dedicated to Ukraine and its citizens. Um, we will once again be joined by internationally renowned cellist Tanya Anisimova in Washington, D.C. Tanya is a Russian-American, and she's been very vocal on Facebook in support of Ukraine and has 
performs live stream music dedicated to the Ukrainian people. So this time she will have some time to speak about what's going on and to play some of her music to soothe the soul. And we also plan to be joined by a a member of a Ukrainian organization here in the United States to tell us how we can help Ukrainians who are suffering due to the invasion and war in their country, the refugees, how we can help them. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information, get the links um, that we talked about, the email that we talked about, um, go to my website later tonight and drmarikarpel.com, the podcast, and all of that information will be there later tonight. You can also listen to this program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years. And you can also find it on Apple Podcasts and it will be there in five minutes. This show was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AMightyGoodTime.com. Thank you to my guest, Reginald Proctor, a.k.a. Teddy Houston, and thank you, Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring week. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Any guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. Ooh.